hello, big dreamer, and welcome to High Hope Pistachio, an audio realm that is solely vibrating and jiving for you. This is a podcast for the dreamers. Become inspired, expand your knowledge, and unlock that passion within you. Or in other words, hang loose. We're all pistachios here. Hey, hey, dreamers. Welcome to another episode of High Hope Pistachio. I'm your coffee-loving host, Bria, who very recently changed their coffee order. That's right, folks. I hope you're sitting down for that. My order is now a latte with oat milk, no flavor, and iced or hot depending on the day. But I am not the only one here who loves coffee a latte. She's a traveler, an avid reader, and one rock star of a barista. Welcome, Amy! Hey everyone. <laughs> Amy, welcome. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, for sure. It's I'm just I'm so excited and, and giddy to talk about coffee with you. And we've been corresponding for like quite some time now. So it just feels yeah. wild to like face to face almost chat. Finally actually get to talk to each other. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, I am very excited to talk about that, but here on High Hope Stachio, we have a show tradition of starting off with a silly question. So are you ready for your silly question? I do love some silly questions for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, this one is inspired by your recent alien tattoo, actually, yeah. that you posted on Instagram. And when I'm done asking you the question, I would actually love to hear the origin behind your tattoo. But in the meantime... If you could go to any attraction, which would be like an amusement park or a museum on any planet, what would the attraction be and what planet would you be going to? You know, that's (laughs) a very good question. Um, Yeah, you, that's a big question. Like, wow. (laughs) There's a lot of possibilities. There's so many possibilities because there's like... (laughs) The restaurant at the end of the world if we're going hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy with it Ooh, oh wow that's a good one you know i'd probably go there food i, I do love food yes Let's, can't yeah. go wrong with that right like, <laughs> I was like i could try all that couldn't tell you where it is it's been a while since i've read that so it's like oh wow i don't remember <laughs> i honestly don't have the answer either but somebody <laughs> listening right now is just like gritting their teeth they're like it's this this is this place why do you not know because I I am apparently a terrible reader and don't remember many things that I have read so long ago I only remember recent things (laughs) well there's a lot of information that's surrounding us every day so this is very true (laughs) yeah it's totally okay but I love that answer thank you oh and if you'd like to share the meaning about your tattoo Honestly, it was kind of a random spur of the moment, like going through flashbooks, and I saw that one, and I was like, I want that guy. <laughs> so, but I'm also like a super huge space nerd, so always love anything space related. Aliens are pretty cool to me, and so I was like, oh, yeah. He's going- his name is going to be Hubert. We're going to call him Hubie. He's going on my oh ankle. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, that's perfect. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I was really looking forward to hearing your answer. And I guess we'll just have to see what the future holds for space travel. For sure. 
<laughs> get to the restaurant at the end of the universe for sure. Yes. Ooh, <laughs> what would be your order? Oh man. I don't I don't even know what they would have. So <laughs> it's like, would they have like norm like normal food or would it be like more right? Like I guess Space like toad burgers or like I don't know I have no <laughs> idea like I feel like I'd, I'd try anything once for sure and see okay yeah. so you'd be like an adventurous oh, yeah so long as it's, it's not like too spicy okay yeah yeah right I'd be yeah I think if I was there I would scan the menu and see what the closest <laughs> thing that resembles french fries because I am right. not adventurous <laughs> yeah. Well, Amy, I believe that we've met through the ever exciting platform of TikTok, if I'm not wrong. I knew, yes, TikTok, and then it was Instagram. And it's been such a pleasure getting to know you through there, through that platform. And I'm really happy that we got to meet each other through there. And I think it's been almost a year. I think so. Yeah, somewhere around there. Like I said, it's been such a pleasure getting to know you. (laughs) And I believe that our listening pistachios would also love to get to know you. So if you could please do us the honor of telling us a little bit about yourself and what your awesome passion is, we would love to know. (laughs) Uh, I can try my best. Uh, So my name is Amy and I currently work on a coffee truck in Austin. So it's a lot of fun doing all that. Uh, very hot in the summers, very cold in the winters, yeah, fighting with <laughs> AC and the weather, but it's it's a lot of fun. I've actually only been on that truck for about a year. I've worked in coffee roughly five, maybe six years, Wow, give or take. I just updated my resume, so I'm, I'm trying to think. I was like, it's a lot of coffee. It's all coffee now. I've worked different cafes, uh, did Barnes & Noble Cafe for about three years. I think that was like my longest running consecutive coffee job. Uh, but yeah, hoping to open up my own cafe eventually. Oh, really? So, yeah. Oh my gosh, that would be so amazing. Do you have any like visuals or like a, a vision? Oh yeah, it's going to be definitely very nerd-esque, very like yep. Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> Apothecarian. Oh yeah, <laughs> so much. I'm going to have to buy a ticket to Austin if that's where it is. For sure. That's where I'm hoping. Uh, my business partner maybe might try to talk me out of it, but I like Austin. I think I'll just <laughs> stick around there. <laughs> if not, it'll be somewhere eventually. And I'll, I'll, whenever the details are more, I'll start posting about it more. And Yeah. Oh my there. gosh. How yeah. exciting. And right now <laughs> you're just doing an awesome job of getting experience. And it sounds For like sure. from a lot of different, um, what's the word I'm looking for? environments yeah so it's really a lot of yeah lots of different people of how they're running their businesses and seeing like what do I like what don't I like what works what doesn't and just kind of learning from that for sure yeah (laughs) that's so cool to hear that you want to open your own shop someday I can totally see that (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying I'm trying so hard it's it's a lot I believe it yeah (laughs) I can't even imagine just from like the business aspect of it, like what you have to order every month and connecting with vendors and, (laughs) oh man, (laughs) it's way above anything that I know. Right. 
Well, it's like, luckily with Austin, because I've noticed that too, it's like a really big coffee community between mm-hmm. a lot of the shops. So a lot of them, like, they'll do latte art throwdowns, like, a Thursday of every month. And so, like, they'll oh, cool. hop from each different cafe and they, like, try to make it a whole big community thing. And I'm like, I love that. That makes yeah. me happy. That's really cool that there's, like, a sense of community, like you said. And it's not, like, yeah. competition, competition, like, cutthroat. Right. Yeah. There's so many other cities that it's, like, oh, well, this coffee shop's opening near us and it has to be competitive and our sales have to be better than them. We're all out here, like, we're just trying to make it, man. Like, yeah. if we can help you and you help us, like, why we're not all in this function that way? Yeah. yeah. Like, it I shouldn't be that. a competition. It should just be, like, just the community aspect, like, people coming in, getting their coffee, trying to get to know everybody and, yeah, where everybody can be their selves. Yeah, that's delightful. I think that's definitely a pro to bring up to your business partner. For sure. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing that. You're such a gem. I'm I'm so happy we're doing this. (laughs) Yeah. On the second season of Hi-Ho Pistachio, I actually had another barista come on and he was a friend of mine. Shout out to Alex. But (laughs) I'm super curious to hear this world from your perspective because I... I don't know. I imagine there's so many different paths you can take with this profession and with coffee alone. So I'm super excited to hear everything from the Amy perspective. Amy perspective. That actually oh, wow. kind of sounds like a TV show. <laughs> the Amy no, there are days where I'm like, am I on the Truman Show? Is this just my life? Oh now? my gosh. <laughs> What's going on here? If I so, had a dollar. Yeah, no. <laughs> So much of like the coffee world, like once you start getting into it and start like making everything, ah, there's so much learning. And it's for me, it's a science aspect. It's I'm a big science geek. Yeah. Same with space geek. So it's like whenever everybody's like, oh, do you like to cook? I'm like, I like baking because it's very scientific exactly I I can barely cook to like save my life god bless my fiance but I can (laughs) bake like nobody's business because it has all the measurements everything is just down to the steps and I can follow that but with cooking it's like a pinch of this and maybe throw it in that measure with your heart right put it on I'm like (laughs) I tried doing HelloFresh and I actually burnt one of the sauces so bad. Oh no. Luckily I had a other ingredient. So I was like, we're gonna try this again. <laughs> hope for the best. It I'm... came out okay-ish. <laughs> it was edible. So well, there you go. That's a huge plus. But baking, man, I prefer that to like stovetop cooking or anything all day. Yep. Yep. Amen to that. Do you have uh, like a go-to, a favorite baking recipe that you enjoy? I like to make chocolate chip cookies. There's some like white chocolates and regular chocolates in there. Mm -hmm. But because I also like to make cake and I can't just have one thing, I do it like in the sheet and it's not like thin, like a cookie cake. It's still fluffy, like a cake. Oh, wow. But it's like cookie no way. Yes. Yes. Okay, because so, I also don't like to measure the individual cookies because I don't want to mess it up and I don't want them burned. So I'm just like, just one big sheet. And so it's like fluffy, like cake, but it's still a cookie. And I'm like, 
this is the best and I need this forever in my life. So I just oh bake them like gosh. that from now on. <laughs> I, when you open your coffee shop someday, that should definitely be on the menu because I'm like sure. about to hop on to Google Chrome, <laughs> look up a flight, go pop in for a minute. You're like, I'm getting those cookies right now. Right. I need it. I didn't yeah. know I needed it. I need it right now. <laughs> that sounds amazing They're though. So good. Oh my yeah, gosh. For sure. I'm if happy. If you're ever out here, just let me know. I'll have to bake them up and like <laughs> cookie brownie cake things. Oh my gosh. That would be so amazing. That would be so much fun. <laughs> that would be really fun. It would be a lot. Of, it would be too much fun. <laughs> right. A sugar um, high. Well, I'm happy to know somebody else who feels that way about baking. Another thing we have in common. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Amy, can you recall the season of your life when coffee and the sort of culture around it began to mean more to you than just your morning go-to or an afternoon pick-me-up? Well, that one is actually a lot easier. Um, My dad actually used to do barista work when he was a little bit younger, too. Wow. So yeah, I was like, whenever he told me about that, he would teach me stuff about coffee. He got like a little cappuccino machine and everything would teach me about that. But we went to the Barnes and Noble, my hometown in Dothan, Alabama, and ended up going. And he was like, oh, I'm going to get you like a latte. And I was like, a, a what? Like a zebra tuxedo, whatever, marble mocha macchiato something or another (laughs) fancy starbucksy words I was like I don't know what this is he was like oh it has white chocolate and regular chocolate and you'll love it and I was like all right sure (laughs) like it's gonna have coffee everything my mom has told me I don't like coffee I didn't know tasted I was like this is amazing what is this I need more of this (laughs) of course I'm 12 so I'm like all just all the caffeine Oh, wow. (laughs) So much energy. It was great. (laughs) What a time to be alive. Right. So ever since then, I just loved coffee and I would research how to make these drinks, but I didn't have the knowledge of like coffee beans and espresso and all that. So I was like, I was like, oh, milk and coffee and add some flavor and it was the closest I got. And as I got older, I was like, I want to work at Starbucks. I want to be a barista. I want to do this. I want to do that. Um, found out that I don't want to work at Starbucks. It's, it's really corporate. So it's like oh. that corporate mindset for me. I was like, okay, there was, I've worked a few other corporate like barista jobs. And I was like, I really like the feel of like the mom and pop places, like the little, yeah person coming up having their own shop and it's again that sense of community but where I'm at now I've been there for about a year it is a coffee truck yeah weather is is weather (laughs) yeah but no like the guy that owns that truck he's super awesome and he has helped me come a lot further in my journey as well like teaching me like why the certain beans are different than other beans and wow why we dose out this much coffee and why we do this or that and it's just it's great that's <laughs> so really much fun. cool yeah that's awesome that you can get these different like tips and advice from even if it's like not the best advice at least you learned what you don't like about certain jobs that you've had yeah kind of, like learning as you go 
and I love like the I'm a sucker for origin stories so I love (laughs) hearing that and it's cool that it connects to the job that you had at the Starbucks in Barnes and Noble that your dad like brought you there first that's so cool (laughs) wow it all connects (laughs) it all comes together eventually yes oh speaking of things I'm a sucker for I love your latte art videos Thank you. I don't know if that's like the right wording, but I just, I love seeing the <laughs> the designs that you do and yeah. the little ASMR or ASMR, right? I think so. I'm I not always sure. feel like I throw in like an extra letter or something when I try to say it. I, I honestly, that one was just because somebody was like, you should try this. And I was like, okay. So. I really enjoyed like, it. I was like, I don't know how loud this machine is going to be, but we'll find out today. (laughs) (laughs) I love seeing the designs that you come up with. And man, I just like, I can't even imagine trying to attempt to that. (laughs) Really cool. Um, What was your learning process like in learning how to do that latte art skill or there's probably a technical term for that and I'm just There probably is. (laughs) Uh, A lot of the stuff that I do on my TikToks are like the I guess latte etching I think is what it is so it's like where you kind of like take a little stick or toothpick or whatever and like doodle it out um that was a lot of self-taught a lot of trial and error Mm -hmm. a lot of error but (laughs) (laughs) no it's it's still every day with that as a learning process because I'm like am I putting too much food coloring or am I putting like too much foam or did I steam the milk right and it's it's a lot of learning with that um a lot of latte pour art that I try to do doesn't always come out how I want either I can make really good hearts (laughs) really really good hearts um with rosettas and tulips and all that it's like a lot of the you have to like take the picture and like wiggle the picture and I can do it I just I'm I haven't mastered the I guess the wiggle (laughs) my picture doesn't wiggle wiggle right (laughs) (laughs) so no uh which is really funny also because I have friends that they'll they'll do like the rosettas and the tulips and they're like oh yeah no it's easy and I I do a heart and they're like how did you do that that's like super hard and I was like what (laughs) this is the only one that I can do this is I can do this I can't do like a swan or anything but I can make a heart and they're like you have to like hold it still the whole time I was like okay maybe maybe I am a lot more still than I thought I was yeah that would make sense if like the the wiggle wiggle isn't jiving with you as much but you can do the still I think that takes a lot of skill to be super still so that's really cool it's a lot of hyper focus so it's a lot of like ADHD hyper focus goes into one thing <laughs> and I'm like sure. yes heart. here you go I mean it's fine it works people like it and uh, the etching is the one that again that's I'll have every now and again people will be like oh try this do this design and I have to look them up I'm googling like different latte art designs I'm like how do I make this work? <laughs> and I'll have people that'll like throw, you should do like a whole scene from, and I'm like, I can do one character. From right. <laughs> You're like, too much. 
I need you. Your your expectations are like way up here. Bring them down for me. <laughs> like I, I will make this happen. Just just help me a little bit. Right. Meet me halfway. <laughs> Meet me halfway. Like I I do love having people like give me their suggestions on what to do though. Yeah. Um, doesn't happen too very often. Like I I always try to put in my video. Yeah. What should I do next? And it's crickets. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to get that call and response, like, right. yeah, so it's like, okay, I'll message other friends, and I'm like, hey, what do you think, and they're like, raccoon city, do this flag, <laughs> and I'm like, I will do my best, like, <laughs> we'll, I will we'll try to deliver, can, right, well, it's, it's gonna be a hot mess, but I'll, I'll do it for you, so. <laughs> do you have a favorite outcome? So far, I really like the Triforce latte art that I did so far. Like that's definitely one of my favorites by far. It was also very easy. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this is amazing. I enjoyed trying to do the TARDIS one too. That one was. You just read my mind. That was the one I was going to bring up that I loved that you did. It was so difficult trying to get everything. I (laughs) I was like, oh no. I I loved it, but I wasn't happy with how it came out because I was like, it doesn't look perfect and nobody's going to like this. I liked it. I loved it. I'm so glad that you did. Because I was like, oh no. It's like a blob. (laughs) I get what you mean though. Obviously, like they're different elements, but I did a cookie version one time and like tried to do the icing. And I was like, it'll be easy. It's just a blue box. No, right. That thing is hard. <laughs> it looks so much easier when you're just looking at it. You're like, I can yeah. make this happen. And everything uh, has to be so like precise. And there's like little sharp. Like the little edges. windows to it. Yep. And then the little sign. And it's like, okay, this was easier whenever I first <laughs> I got the blue on there. And it was right. <laughs> But that is so fascinating to me. And and like you were saying beforehand, coffee really is a science and there's so much patience and focus when you really dive deep into it. And I love that. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. On your barista journey, has there been anything like wild or unexpected that you've learned about the job or about coffee in general? Different machines, different oh. espresso machines need different love apparently oh interesting some of them because I had I know in uh, the Barnes and Noble cafe we have like basically fully automatic machines or at least in my store we did mm-hmm. so you press the button it does all the work the steamer wand has like the temperature gauge where it um when you're steaming the milk it'll stop when it's at the right temperature and I, I do air quotes because I'm I'm a very manual machine person, so I don't feel like it's the right temperature per se. Like I, that's that's a whole other can of worms for that though. But it's it's a lot of like with the manual machines, like you're hitting the button, you're not doing like the the motions to like you're putting the coffee and you're making sure everything's right, tamping it in and all that. And the manual machine does all of that, so you're just like, okay, I put the cup and hit the button and and I wait and I just wait and it's it's that very like gas station machine coffee feel okay yeah 
So at least for me, I, I, I'm not going to speak on behalf of like other people. I know there are people that love the automatic machines or the semi-automatics and I'm like, hey, hey that's fine. <laughs> like, cool. Right. But no, there's um just so many. And then so many different brands of machines do have different things to them. Like the one I'm working with now is uh, La, La Mercosa, Marzocca has a lion on it. <laughs> but it has like these little weight gauges so that like it'll, uh, whenever you're pouring your shots out of it it like tells you how much is weight and it stops at oh wow the right weight that's really cool it is it's oh, I love it I feel like the longer it takes to prepare something the more quality is coming out of it so I oh, totally yeah. see like the train of thought that you're on yeah. I, I would want to go that direction as well <laughs> That's like a lot of more with like the manual because it's more hands-on too. So like, you know, if something does get messed up, like generally where it is to fix it, like you can sure, yeah, kind of see it. Like it's, it makes more sense for manual machines to me mm-hmm. just because they're just, they're so nice. They feel there's like a process and it's, it feels right. nice. Yeah, like you're putting a lot of energy and thought into what yeah. you're doing. I like that. I guess I didn't really know that there were automatic and manual um, machines, so that's cool to know. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me wish that we were recording like in an actual coffee shop, that you and I were like chilling in the coffee shop and you could just point to the machine in the back be like, yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Or <laughs> we could go warm up our coffees or something. That would be a lot of fun. <laughs> so much fun. Well, speaking of refreshing coffees, would you like to refresh our coffees and we could take a break? Come For back? For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be right back. <laughs> we are back, Groovy Pistachios. And Amy and I just did a lot of bonding over technical issues. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So Amy, when it comes to making drink orders, do you have a favorite that when you get it, you get amped up and you're like, oh yeah, like I've got this and you make it or on the flip side, there's one that when you get it, you're like, here we go. I I don't like making this one that much. Um, if there is one of those, could you walk us through making that particular drink? For sure. Um, Actually, one of my favorite drinks to make is definitely a hot latte. Ooh. love making hot lattes. Um, I actually, I have my, my wonderful, fantastical hot latte today that I made. My standard, I do use oat milk, so of course there is that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I This one is a honey nut with oat, so it's like a, a bit of honey, some hazelnut syrup, and so a I say a dash of cinnamon, but I probably put way more than a dash in there, but I like <laughs> cinnamon. It's super easy, super chill. It tastes amazing. It's like a nice warm hug in a cup. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds really good. And like I said in the intro, I'm a sucker for a hot latte. So that, that right. sounds really, really good. Um, <laughs> I guess like I've seen, well, I've obviously seen your videos of you making the lattes and I've um, been to a coffee shop where it's like open bar kind of thing. You can see what they're doing. Right. Could you walk us through like the steps on how you do that? You don't have to get like super technical, <laughs> but 
just for like my own curiosity. I think it, it yeah. just sounds so neat. For sure. So normally I'll, I'll take my cups and I'll prep them with like, uh, if it's a hot drink, prep it with like the syrup flavor, anything inside the cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, then go and pull my shots off to the side. So, you know, doing all that. I, if I have a machine that I can pull shots and steam, that's great. It's fantastic because I know my shot is going to be extra fresh and the milk will go on. My, my little Breville Barista Express that I have here for all my home videos that I do does not do that. So it takes a minute to steam the milk sometimes, but it's, it's all, I mean, it still tastes great. But yeah. <laughs> still tastes fun. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of like getting that and setting it up, mixing all the, the wonderful coffee and the flavors together and then pouring the milk and just having it all come together. And it's <laughs> so pretty, happy. Happy in a cup. Happy in a cup. I love that. That's usually about what it takes for that. And then on the flip side, there's (laughs) there's the people that order because we on my truck we do uh like traditional macchiatos like so like the itty bitty tiny little shot of espresso and then a little bit of milk. Mm -hmm. Starbucks or other unnamed (laughs) cafes, as we should say. don't do macchiatos like that. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't know that that's what the drink actually is, because I guess, like, I've always known it to be, like, a chocolatey right. drink. Right. So, basically, what their version of a macchiato is, is just, like, a layered latte. Mm-hmm. So, when you have, of course, people that don't know the last questions, you know, like, I, I always uh, show them the little cup, and I'm like, this is actually the macchiatos that we serve, I can make you like an iced latte or like a hot latte if you're looking for something bigger. But when you have those people that are like, no, I know what a macchiato is. I get it all the time. Right. It's just, ah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to help you. I can make you the thing. Just please. (laughs) Listen to me. I know what I'm talking about. Right. So it's, it can, when it's stuff like that, it can be frustrating just because it's like you work with it for so long and then. Sure, yeah. It's almost yeah. like languages getting mixed up or something. Right. Right. So it's it can be frustrating and it can put a hiccup in the day, but for the most part it's it's like, yeah, I'm not gonna see them after this interaction. I'll go on with my day. <laughs> right. <Bye>. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd imagine that sometimes people can get a little testy because they need their coffee, but that doesn't give them any right to talk to you poorly. People appreciate your baristas, PSA. Yeah, I was like, there there have definitely been times where, you know, the the service industry is apparently looked down upon. I've I've worked, you know, bartending, waiting tables, everything in between, so Mm -hmm. I get it. But at the same time, I'm like, y'all understand I'm uncontrolling the drinks, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. I feel like people forget that. Like, you are the deliverer of their their day. Like, you're going to lift right? up like, their day. I can make this day go very well or very not well, depending on right. what it is. Looks like, like I'm going to switch this to decaf. Right, I've got my decaf beans right back here. You don't see me when I come over here. <laughs> right. It's not my fault they look so alike. I mixed them up. Oh, man. Crazy things. But, yeah, no, it's like, uh, I just, sometimes, sometimes it's just yeah. 
I do you ever get regulars at the coffee truck? Oh yeah, like we have because it's it's so it's in a little park in mm-hmm. Austin, like a little there's a little lake. It's gorgeous. Oh. I'll send you pictures. Sometimes there's yeah. ducks. There's like these little baby ducks around there. Oh my god, that's so, so great. Cool. So people come up like doing their their daily walks around the park, and they bring their dogs, and I have so many pupper friends. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. So it's so awesome. Like I. I love it. I love it so much. It sounds but, like there's so many perks to this job, like wholesome perks. Oh, yeah. And because, like, where it's located in Austin, it's, like, the north side of Austin. Literally everybody that I have met has been a different, interesting character. There's one guy, I think he just got a job working for Nintendo, so he's going to be leaving soon, which is sad, but... He got a job for Nintendo? Yeah. So what? he's working for Nintendo. Another one of my regulars two of my regulars are like astrophysicists at like the, one of the local colleges so i was like yeah right i was like what is this? like every smart person in austin is just walking on this trail that goes past right. your coffee I've truck musicians i've met people that work in film i have met so many wow. different like it's just so insane like the the community that comes out in like this little park and yet at the same time it's not a very well-known park oh somehow so, like, there are people that just kind of find it by chance, and they're like, oh, yeah, no, I came out here, and I'm like, there are so many events out here. How did you not know about this? <laughs> like, it's always so, every weekend is so busy. I am so just perplexed by the fact that this is not well known. <laughs> well, you so, guys are just like this little hidden gem. Right? And it's it's a little Airstream, too, so it's, like, not like a normal, like, how you see coffee, like, a little camper trailer airstream like 70s style and i'm like oh how cool i love this this is my vibe i'm here for this (laughs) it's definitely a cool place to check out for sure um there's like this really cool bookstore that i've just decided i'm like this is this is my new favorite spot i will go here forever (laughs) oh my gosh uh little outdoor patio with trees and it's like a two-story bookstore and oh my gosh I, I want to live here. How do I... Right. Just... I will give you coffee. I'll give you <laughs> anything you want. They coffee shop inside, too. <gasps> so it's like... Oh, a match made in heaven. The yeah, the bookstore is called uh, Book People. Oh. And the little coffee store inside is called Coffee People. So I was like... Oh, my gosh. My heart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. That's, I go here. That's so, like, simplistically adorable. I love that so much. <laughs> they're they're very big on like indie authors too, so like Aww. I I would definitely say you should probably look into like maybe they'll put your book on the shelf or something. Ooh, okay, yeah. Amy, thank you. Yeah, it's like that would be super awesome. Cause then, be... What was it? Uh, Travis Baudry, the Legends and Lattes author. Oh, they had his book on the shelf. Oh my gosh! Well, that's perfect yeah. for them. Definitely took a picture and sent it. I was like, dude, you're dude. here. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Buy it yet? Because I'm on a book buying ban bet, <laughs> which is unfair. I I I um I'm very stubborn and very um hard headed, and I made a bet that I can definitely go a whole year without buying any books with my own money. A year? Mm, yeah, I didn't think about it until after the words. <laughs> left my mouth and I have made I have made a terrible mistake <laughs> but I, 
a year is a long time. You could like find a loophole with if you like oh, ask for gift cards like, or yeah, yeah. With like uh, someone gives gift cards for like book specific stores, not like you know Target or anything like that. Right. So as I'm not spending money, so I can do like little free libraries or other oh, there friends. You go. I'm not upset with how I'm winning my bet right now because I have plenty of new books that I'm like, oh wow, my my to be read shelf is already like overflowing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I've already got like well over a thousand books that I still need to get through, and I'm still getting more. And I... <laughs> <laughs> so maybe in hindsight, this bet is a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a very, very good thing. The loopholes are not helping me, but it's a very good thing. Oh man, I it's have faith in you. Me, right. Well, it's also um, what was it we said? For each book that I read, that's like within our. Uh, page limit that we came up with. Mm-hmm. He owes me a new book. Oh, that's an interesting so, twist. Well, I said, man, you know, I made a horrible mistake for coming up with the year. I was like, ah, I'm gonna make him come to regret this. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're going strong on on nine books so far this year. Hey, that's really good. Right, I was like, it's less than what I would like, but at the same time, it's more than what I've read in the past few years. So. Yeah, gotta give yourself patience. Right, and you know, when when some writers put out like 500 or so page books. What? (laughs) Who did that? (laughs) (laughs) Who would do such a thing? Who would do such a thing? No, it was such a good book, though. I did love it so much. Oh, thank you so much. I cried. I cried so hard. Like, you don't understand. (laughs) I feel so bad. I, like... I had to read it so many times in, like, the editing process that I think I became desensitized. So when I released it and I was getting these messages, like, from you and another friend, like, I'm crying. I'd be like, oh, why? And then I reflect, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's actually some really sad stuff in there. Right. But no, it was so good. I related to the characters on such, like, a deep level. It's like, this is so... Oh, my gosh. I love this. Like it's it, it there's a lot that I was like I can I can relate to this book a lot so it was it was really good it was what I needed yeah. at that time so oh my gosh that really like fills my heart made my day thank you so much that's so <laughs> sweet thank you yeah, and for sure. the the second will be out soonish <laughs> soonish whether I get to buy it from my van or not. <laughs> right. Well, maybe I can gift it to you so then you don't maybe. have to... We'll, we'll figure yeah. something out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing all of that. I, I forgot we were, like, in podcast mode. <laughs> we were just, like, it's chatting. Okay. <laughs> well, a quick speed up to date. Appreciate your baristas and find loopholes when you need them. <laughs> Speaking of baristas, if there was a sort of barista philosophy, what do you think it would sound like? Hmm. I know my philosophy. Yeah, let's hear it. Is basically, don't worry about it being perfect. Worry about it being made with love. Oh. So, like, I I don't... My thing is, I don't need necessarily, like, the perfect latte art to go on top all the time, just so long as I know it was made with love, I know that they'll be able to taste that. Yeah. And, like, whatever emotions you put into your coffee, into your drink, or anything like that, it's gonna, that's what's gonna come out. 
Oh my gosh, yeah. That's so sweet. I love that. <laughs> so I yeah, it's like I try to make everything with love and happiness. There's there's too much going on in the world. It needs more happy. So I could not agree more. And truly, like, coffee means so much more than just, like, what you get in the morning so you're not cranky or what you drink at night so you can stay awake. That it's there's like you said there's love in it there's community depending where you are or there's nostalgia in coffee i love that that should be the adopted barista philosophy (laughs) for sure definitely really should there's too many like i've seen angry baristas too that are just like here's your coffee go i'm like thank you (laughs) (laughs) i know No, sometimes I get like intimidated by like baristas too. Like I'll or I'll say something wrong and they'll kind of give me this look and I'll be like, oh, I can never come here again. Right, like, <laughs> I'm a fake fan. Barista, must leave. Like, sorry. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, we're gonna try to spread that barista philosophy because I I truly love that. It can really like translate to anything you do as well. For sure. Love into what you do, and you get love out. Yeah, it's well, all happy. It's all good. Just the kind of positivity I needed to hear today. Thank you, Amy. For sure. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> if someone out there who's listening or they stumble upon this was interested in the barista scene, what kind of guidance would you give to them? Don't worry about making mistakes. Definitely, there's a lot of mistakes along the way, even if you're well-seasoned in being a barista. Nothing is ever always going to be forever perfect. And especially working with coffee beans, like, temperature can change the things, or if you get a washed or a not washed, whatever. It's it's not always perfect, and it's a learning experience for even those the most well-seasoned. While baristas can make it look easy, we didn't get here by, <laughs> like, waking up one day like, oh, yes, I can make this perfect. No, no, no. <laughs> there are plenty of days where I wake up and I go to the coffee truck and I'm sitting there and, like, my regulars will walk up and they're like, are you good? And I'm like, I'm still dialing in. It's going to be another <laughs> Right. I might physically be here, but I'm not actually here. I'm not mentally here right now. Just give me few more minutes man <laughs> yeah no it's coffee is a forever learning journey and it again doesn't matter how long you've been doing it it doesn't matter it's constantly learning constantly having to adapt to like whatever new newness of everything so it's go into it with the mindset of you will always be learning something new every day for sure right well that seems very <laughs> like reassuring to hear because stepping into that kind of career and everything can maybe seem a little intimidating because there is so much to learn and to know but that's nice to hear that like you know you'll obviously get good at it with practice but there will be new things to learn and that's exciting in itself and there's always like different flavor combinations that maybe you found that somebody else hasn't so it's always yeah just something hopefully something good new I try new things sometimes and I'm like that was a Terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing that ever again. Like, trial and error. Lots of lots of errors, mostly a lot of good trials and errors though, but yeah. <laughs> How did you um, get your like start in coffee? Well, I basically I'm hard headed. 
stubborn, as we mentioned previously. <laughs> and I was very determined to work at a coffee shop. So I kept applying and I kept looking for places. And the very first coffee shop I got a job at was a brand new one here in the town that I, I live like an hour north of Austin. So it's a fun drive every day. So the coffee shop here was brand new. The owner has never worked coffee. Oh, wow. She'd never even been a manager. She just had a dream, and she wanted to open up the coffee shop. And there, there's a whole lot to unpack with that whole story. Yeah. But it was my first coffee shop job, and um, that was how I started actually learning. Like, they had somebody from Austin came up and teach us the machine, and so I, I was learning that. Went from there to working at a coffee shop in the mall here, which, <laughs> again, more stories for another time. <laughs> Learning coffee was uh, the good experience out of all of them. And it was a lot of getting to meet other coffee people in the process that I could talk to them and be like, hey, how do I make this work? How do I do this? Like, what am I doing wrong that it comes out like this? And they were like, oh, well, you just got to fix your tamp or your, because whenever you tamp, it has to be like flat, flat. So like if you're watching the videos, mm-hmm. um, that little distributor tool, it helps it flatten it for me. Oh, okay. So, like, as satisfying as it is for, like, me and apparently everybody watching, because I definitely remember that. Everybody was like, that is so relaxing. That wasn't the thing I would expect, but sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, that was a great tool whenever I learned about those. And I was like, it flattens it, makes everything even. Then I go and I camp, it makes it, like, a nice little tight hook. And I didn't put that into thought when I first started. I was like, I don't understand. Like, I'm, I'm doing the, the tamp. It goes in. And they're like, yeah, but you're, like, not even. And it's, like, tilted. And. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Why? Okay. <laughs> You're right. So <laughs> it was a lot of like learning like where some of my mistakes were being made learning because nobody told me. Right. Nobody taught me. And even though I'd had all these jobs prior, it was a lot of like self-taught or having to go on Google or like I don't, James Hoffman. I don't know if you've ever seen his videos. I don't believe so. videos. So amazing. <laughs> he is a crazy coffee person. Uh, his self-titledness that he likes, and I, I, I loved it. I was like, I'm here for it. He's a UK barista. He's actually done the barista championship, I want to say, before. I want to say he's won, like, the world championship one. Wow. So, like, he was top stuff, and I was like, that's impressive. And the only reason I know about those, uh, I found a documentary, barista documentary, and they were following, like, the competition. I was like, wait, there's competition for this? Hold on. Wow, there's just, like, I, a whole other world. There is, and it's so... It was intimidating. I did it once. I did a preliminary competition to even get, like, for the country. For the U.S. competition, whatever. So I did the preliminaries. I had never done it before, and everybody else that was there was like, oh, yeah, no, we've never we've never done a competition before. There was, like, maybe one or two people that were like, I've done a competition, and I've made it this far, and I'm almost like, I'm not going to be your friend, not going to be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like your energy, sir. I show up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I'm new to this, too, and I don't know anybody, and everybody was super sweet. Aww. They were super amazing. They were also much more well-taught and had coaches. I was there by myself and knew nothing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, what it an was, experience. It was 
that was when I learned how to make a heart, actually. The right thing there. Like, <laughs> With a like, full circle. And I was, like, jumping just so happily. I was like, guys, guys, look, I made a heart. And they were like, oh, it. that's so cute. Like, I made this swan thing. And I'm like, yeah, but I made a heart. <laughs> But hey, you pick up stuff along the way and you got that experience in your tool belt, which is super impressive to me, just to have the courage to go. Right. And I was like, I, I want to go again. I know I'm probably not going to place again, but you're never going to learn. You're never going to yeah. get out there until you get out there. So. Yeah, I love yeah. that. And it's really encouraging for somebody who's who maybe just wants to like step in and try things out and if it becomes like a full-time career then that's great or if they just yeah. gain some new experience and it's like it's always good to just go out and basically don't think of it as like competition or like if you're going in for something like a job interview or whatever it's not i wouldn't say to take it too seriously i'd say go in have fun learn what you can and if you get it great if you don't there's other opportunities oh well thank you for that advice that's really sweet and encouraging (laughs) for sure (laughs) (laughs) well we have reached my favorite part of the show and that is when our inspirational guest shares a quote with us that's inspirational to them so whenever you are ready i'm very excited to hear your quote the cheshire cat the i'm not crazy my reality is just different from yours Uh (laughs) oh Oh, it speaks to me in a fact of, like, because I've always been an odd duck with my friends. I've always just been, like, the little weirdo that doesn't really fit in any particular wear. So it just gives me, like, the, oh, yeah, no, I'm just marching to the beat of my own drum. Like, I'm here. I'm happy. Like, yeah. I'm not, it's not that I'm different. I've just perceived things a little differently and makes me happy, so. Yeah, definitely embracing your individuality sure and I think a lot of people could benefit from that (laughs) most definitely yeah because we're not all meant to be the same we're all you know yeah doing our best out here yeah it would be very boring it'd be like cookie cutter and yeah no fun I love meeting and dressing people you are definitely a very marvelous interesting person thank (laughs) y'all you are as well like with your writing and everything especially for sure oh my gosh that's so sweet (laughs) I don't know that, like, I, I keep saying, oh, yeah, eventually I'm going to write something. Eventually I'm going to put it out there. I don't know that I'd have the courage. I so think I that you definitely do. And that just like you said with, like, practice and trial and error. That's same fair. Same thing. And just putting in I, your your love and then love will be right. the outcome. And my words come back to bite me for that <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking when you were telling me about the regulars that would come or the new interesting people that would come to your coffee truck, that would be yeah. a really cool book. Right, like just having a little inspection, like their lives. And yeah, like every chapter was a new like person and then you get like a, <laughs> a peek into their life like through their coffee order or something. Right. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, it would be yeah. really fun. I would read um, it. Like especially since they all like – and it's so weird, like, because all the ones I told you, they all have, like, their specific go-to every day without fail, and I'm like, they're all different. Every single one. <laughs> That's so interesting. Yeah, I would definitely read that book. <laughs> <laughs> or if I 
that that seems like a whole lot of process too for sure with the editing and the rewrites. yeah well if you but, ever need like someone to talk to about that stuff i'm right here for sure <laughs> now i can always be like hey can i just send you some pages and you'll be like of coffee people well yes yes yes, <laughs> yes i've been waiting since i've been waiting for this <laughs> No, I love that quote, and it fits you very well. Oh, thank you. Oh, Amy, thank you so much for coming on. It's been such a delight, and just to get to know you more as a friend, we've been talking a lot through, you know, TikTok and Instagram messages, mostly funny or wholesome videos, but it's nice to get to know you more, and such a lovely person, and I know that the coffee knowledge that you've sprinkled into my ears and other people's ears will leave them inspired as it has left me inspired so thank you so much yeah anytime (laughs) and for all you dreamers keep on following your passions and keep your life cups full of positivity and i'll catch you pistachios next episode thank you for sticking around Your time is valuable, and I sincerely hope you receive some wonderful inspiration and tools from this episode, or at the very least, that it made you smile. Our jiving theme song is written and composed by the remarkable Luke Daniels. Keep igniting the passion within you. The world needs positive and bright sparks. 